Rosetta, you hail from New York, representing NYC. Yeah, grr, bow, bow. <laughs> yeah, East Coast in the house. Okay, so when I go to New York, I need to go grr, bow, bow. <laughs> I mean, okay, I, I don't know about that. Just what's up? How y'all feeling? There will never be another me. Best believe you know you're done having your fun with me. Never thought I'd see the day you would run game on me. And it's mean to swallow, it will be the death of me. You don't know what love is. You never did. You never know what love is. Cause you too sick. I showed you that good love. But you lane switched. I showed you what love was. But you ain't still around. I mean, look at you and look at me. Everybody looking round, they wondering. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for stopping by episode seven of the Stuber Podcast. And we are just listening to the sultry musical stylings of Mrs. Rosetta. How you doing, Rosetta? I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, we are happy to have (laughs) you today. I want to first say that actually you're my first musical talent uh, on on the show. I peeped that. Everybody go listen to the podcast. It's amazing. I'm so happy to be here. It wasn't just random that I asked you to be on the show. I was like, she has the it factor. She has the lyrics to go with it along with the beats. I had to approach you and, and ask if you would be willing to be on the podcast. So we're going to definitely explore some more of your songs, but quickly just want to introduce you to our audience. Rosetta, you hail from New York, representing NYC. Yeah, grr, bow, bow. <laughs> yeah, East Coast in the house. Okay, so when I go to New York, I need to go grr, bow, bow. <laughs> I mean, okay, I, I don't know about that. Just what's up? How y'all feeling? Okay, I like that. All right. <laughs> She's got a solid head on her shoulders. Graduated from St. John's. Yeah, St. John's University. Uh-huh. Jamaica, Queens. Okay. Got out all the SJU alumni. Yeah. Tell me about S- uh, SJU. Yeah, so St. John's is in Queens. I graduated there with a BS in healthcare and a minor in psychology. That's my second passion. Music is my first, mm-hmm. but I love to help people. I work with children currently in, in lifestyle medicine, so... It's really important to me. I think preventative care and healthcare is super important. It's what we need. Healthcare workers, they don't get paid enough, but mm-hmm. they're here not because of the money, but because they actually care about people. So I love that. St. John's was a good experience. New York City is a different place in the Bay, but I, I enjoyed the experience. It was nice. Yeah. That's a little bit about Rosetta, but we really want to dig into your musical journey. And let's start with your beginnings, you came up in New York. So what was it like growing up there in New York? I actually grew up upstate. So my family, my parents are from Long Island, Queens area. Mm-hmm. I was born in Long Island, but we moved to Rochester. So that's where I'm from. Shout out The Rock, the ROC, yeah. 585. That's my city. Okay, That's close to Buffalo, if y'all don't know. So I grew up in Rochester and it was the suburbs and stuff. I was a big theater kid. Nice. Shout out to the theater kids. Oh. I was a big theater kid. I was in an acapella group in high school and I was a student director, all these things. I used to be into sports, but I dropped that. My mm. dad was like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm like, ah. I love music. This is my thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was nice. And then I moved back to the city when I went to college. Is when I went to St. John's. And that was like a big experience for me because going from being a theater kid to like living in a big city that never sleeps and that's full of opportunity, it forced me to figure out what my artistry was. Mm-hmm. 
I consider myself an R&B neo-soul artist. I think a lot of times it's hard going from being a theater kid and having more of a a teaching that's more like rigid, like Mm -hmm. how things are supposed to be versus trying to figure out who I am as an artist. I kind of struggled in college. I think I met a lot of people that already knew what their sound was like and who they were and how they identified themselves as an artist. And I felt like I don't even know what I do. I just, I know I like to act and sing and I'm into theater, but what does my artistry look like? So shout out to the city because I think I learned a lot about who I am as an artist and who I want to be there. But shout out to the Bay because there's a sense of community and camaraderie and like just love out here that's different than in the city. I feel like in the city, just in general, like people are just mean and rude and working all the time and it's a city with lots of people everybody's doing their own thing and I really just appreciate the sense of love and community here I feel so loved in the bay I Mm -hmm. feel like people really appreciate my art people are not looking to put you down because you're not doing something but more appreciating who you are as an artist so I love it here yeah really love it here yeah so do you see yourself settling down here in in the bay or it's a good question yeah When I moved here, I was trying to get out. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I lived in the Tenderloin and it was rough for me living in SF. But now living in Oakland and finding my way, I would say it's a possibility. Mm. I'm still a New York girl. I still love the East Coast. There's something about the energy that the East Coast brings that the Bay doesn't. But I think there's a lot of things out here in the Bay that I really appreciate that I could see long term for myself yeah i think it's a stay tuned type of thing gotcha yeah just follow one's heart what again prompted the move from ny to here long story short i moved here for love it was definitely for love it was for music too yeah because i think the bay in california in general everybody looks at california like a another state that you can make it in and things like that opportunity so it was a win but i definitely moved here for love the love didn't work out Mm -hmm. but i will say i'm a big believer and everything happens for a reason sometimes you need certain things to push you at your comfort zone for other things to emerge i'm happy to be here I stayed because the music thing has been working out for me and because everybody out here has shown me so much love and appreciation and opportunity. Mm. So I'm not sad. I could have gone back home after that situation didn't work out, but I'm happy to be here and I'm happy for that situation because it brought me here. Yeah. So it's cool. That's a big change. A huge change. I don't really have family here. I have. I actually met a second cousin here. Okay. Yeah. We never grew up together. So that's cool. I met some family here, which is awesome. But It's hard to start over, especially when you move to a place without people and then you only have one person that you know and then that doesn't work out. You're like in this weird limbo place. But I feel like I'm finally getting my footing. I don't like to say my age, but I'm 26. So your 20s are hard. Uh And they're very hard. Yeah. My advice, everybody, just keep pushing through. There's good and bad days and getting over the hump is hard, but I'm happy. Like, I feel like it's a process of life. Wow. I could definitely talk about those years of 20s and trying to feel supported, not feel alone. What's your advice? (laughs) What 20 something year old? I like what you said about pushing through because looking back, you realize how much stronger you are compared to that time. Exactly. And that's what I think it is like just being aware of that. Look at where I was and how far I've come. Now we want to talk about what's keeping you inspired is, uh, 
you're singing, right? And that is a dream that you are living. Yeah. And so <laughs> let's talk about that talent. How did you discover uh, your voice? Yeah. Um, so my dad's not going to like this, but my dad is a singer. He won't say that he's a singer, but he is a singer. He has a voice. My dad has five brothers and my grandfather tried to do the Johnson six. That's our last name, Johnson. Oh, so okay. <laughs> he tried to do a spinoff of the Jackson five, right? The Johnson six. It didn't really go well, but my dad grew up in that environment of music and like playing instruments and things like that. He used to play saxophone. That's what I played like in middle school and beginning of high school. So I had that inspiration of this is what you can be into. Even though he never pursued music, we still always sung together with old school songs. And even though I didn't always know the lyrics correctly, because he never knew the lyrics correctly. Mm -hmm. um, but he's been a big inspiration. I think he'll probably be surprised that I'm saying that. Mm -hmm. But definitely my father. And then I would just say that both of my parents are very open and creative and love music themselves. So I feel like they realized that I was like a really creative kid. So they put me in everything. So... I'm appreciative of that. Music was all around me. Yeah. My parents never made me feel like it wasn't something that I couldn't pursue. Okay. Which is all important. Right. So it started at home. And now would would you say that there's, there's any artists that you really admire, someone that you would love to like work with down the road? Yeah, I'm a big Jasmine Sullivan fan. Yeah, I love yeah, her. Okay. Oh my goodness. I bust the windows out your car. I actually did that song with one of my best friends um, in high school. Yeah. We didn't win the talent show. We should have won, honestly. I'm not even going to lie. We really <laughs> bust the windows on that stage, okay? okay. We was getting it. Um, I love her so much. It's funny because when I think about like artists that I used to listen to growing up and artists that I listen to now... She's one of them because she really was out when I was 10, 11 years old and she's been in the game for 10 plus years and she's just, just iconic. I love Mary J, mm -hmm. Lauren Hill, new girlies like I love Summer Walker, okay. Janae Aiko. Yeah. I'm definitely a neo soul R&B artist and I make songs for the sad girls. Right. I'm a, like a right. sad girl for real myself. So I really relate to all of them because I feel like they really make music about how they really feel about situations and they're not holding anything back in their lyrics. And I want to do that myself. Oh, you're doing it. Trust me. That's what I was trying to say at the top of the show. Be airing out all my tea. I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is, this is what I'm going through. Yeah. A lot of things you just hit upon. We're going to get into that. But before we do that, I want to talk about your latest single, Barely Love, right? That is the latest one. Barely Love is the recent one. I have some unreleased stuff that I'm dropping soon, but Barely Love just dropped this year. Guys, go stream it. Yeah. So set this song up for us. Give us some background on this song. Yeah, I wrote this song when I was going through a breakup with my ex. And we're actually super cool right now. I'm big on being able to mend relationships if you can. It's mm -hmm. very platonic, very healthy. But at the time, it wasn't. When I was going through the breakup, it was around the holiday times. So I remember it was literally I wrote this song on Thanksgiving. And I was just going through it. And I was just like oh, it's the holidays with my family. I really wish I'd be with my ex right now. And I'm like, but we barely have love. We don't have trust. We don't have nothing. And it made me realize that sometimes it's hard to build a relationship when you want it so bad when there's no foundation. Mm -hmm. And I think a big foundation is trust. Right. Like just because you love somebody that's not everything. Yeah. It really isn't everything. Love is a part of the foundation, but Mm, you need trust you need to be able to communicate you need to understand each other compatibility plays a big part in it so i was in a place of i want this so bad 
but how can I have this if we barely have all of these things? Yeah. Yeah. Like trust and love go hand in hand. Oh my God. So much. Yeah. All right. So let's have a listen. This is Barely Love by Rosetta. I think you sung that at the event where we met. Yeah, I did. The lyrics had me captured. The beat had me captured. Thank you. And I think it's so important to have that combination. You can have good lyrics, but not a good beat or vice versa. Do you agree with that or no? Oh, no, I definitely agree. I think that every song is what you make it. And for me, especially finding a beat or music that I relate to, I have to feel it. I was just talking about this actually yesterday Mm -hmm. when I was at the studio. And I'm just like, for me, being able to write something, I have to feel it in the music to begin with. It's so important. And that's why we made that connection, because you have that as your foundation that you want to find the right sound. And and that's what I appreciate. Now, you talked about it earlier. You mentioned you say you're a sad girl. I want to play a little snippet to get the conversation going. So let's take a quick little listen. Lots of people feel the way I do about sad music, especially sensitive types. People play the happy songs on their playlists about 175 times on average, but they play the sad songs 800 times. And they tell researchers that they associate sad music with beauty and wonder and transcendence, the so-called sublime emotions. And just think of how many musical genres tap into sorrow, right? There's Spanish flamenco and Portuguese fado and the Irish lament and American country music and the blues, and then even lullabies, which all over the world, we often use our most heartbreaking melodies to sing our newborns to sleep, Why on earth do we do that? And then it's not just music, right? We like rainy days and tragic drama and cherry blossoms, which we celebrate over equally lovely flowers, partly because they die young. Philosophers call that the paradox of tragedy. Why do we sometimes welcome sorrow when the rest of the time we will quite naturally do anything we can to avoid it? There's actually a scholarly debate raging over this question, but I have come to believe 
that really what we are craving at bottom is that state of longing, that joy that's laced with sorrow, which is often triggered when we experience something so exquisite that it seems to come to us from some other world. And this is why we give painters and rock stars such exalted status, because they're the ones who bring us the breath of magic from that other place. Except it only lasts a moment, and we really want to live there for good. Because we know that we live in a deeply flawed world, and we have this stubborn conviction that we come from a perfect and beautiful one that remains forever out of reach. Yeah, so she's really hitting upon that deep sense of longing that we crave. A lot of music teams to glamorize a fabulous lifestyle, but you listen to Rod Wave, Triple X, Extension. Yeah, oh my they God, had I was that just talking deep, about him yesterday. That yes. deep longing. It was, and I, I feel like you were part of that same uh, stream <laughs> of consciousness of that deep longing. So talk about your themes of love and pain and how heartache is something that that you find maybe even beauty in. It was funny when she said how the happy music is played like a hundred and something times, but the sad music's played 800 something times. I'm like, that's so crazy. I'm like, that's me. I've been playing the music over and over. Yeah. I think like in life we go through things and it hurts so bad, but we wouldn't be able to appreciate all the beauties in life if we never had that pain. We never went through those traumatic experiences. We all want to be able to relate to one another. Right. Right social media and society and how you come off and what people think about you and all these things were all wrapped up in that. But when you hear a song that is raw and raunchy and real and you can relate to, even though it may be the saddest song you've ever heard, there's something so beautiful about, oh, I've been through that. Or, oh, I really feel that. I did a show recently, Mm -hmm. like a month or two ago, and It was an unreleased song that I'm working on. And the girl was like, she was crying. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I almost started crying. And then after we shared a beautiful moment, it made me realize that like music is healing. And even the sad music is healing. People sometimes make you feel bad. Oh, why are you listening to that sad song? It's just going to make you more sad. And it's, is it making me more sad or is it making me deal with the emotions? Is it making me overcome the thing that I'm going through? Is it making me feel like I'm not alone in this moment? And I think that's what it's about. And sometimes you may hear a song and it can feel sad, but it's not sad because music transcends more than just the lyrics, right? I could write sad lyrics and the actual music you hear makes you feel forms of sadness or forms of things you've been through, but the words can be healing and inspiring. It goes hand in hand. And I I think you're trying to offer hope more so than have people stay in a certain place. You're helping them question how they're feeling and process those feelings. Yeah. And it's a gift. That's a really a gift. All right. Let's get back into the music. Let's get back into the music. All right. Your latest song, Don't You. Mm. Did I say that right? Don't you? I was, it's funny that song. I was, I didn't know what I wanted the title to be. I think the title is a little awkward, Mm -hmm. but it works. Don't you? Yeah. That song's a bop. Question mark. Yeah. Set this one up for us. What's the story behind this song? Drama. (laughs) (laughs) Let me stop. I know y'all are like, this girl always in drama. I'm not always in drama. I feel like the (laughs) drama comes to me, (laughs) but I'm not hearing nothing because I know everybody has drama in their life. I'm Uh just singing about it. So let's be real. Yeah. This song back in college, I wrote this song and yeah, I think it 
plays on spirituality and it also plays on us wanting things that we can't have. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you want a lot of things that you can't have and you're like, why can't I have it? And why is it not working out? And sometimes it's about a higher purpose okay. on why some things don't work out. All right. Let's let's have a listen. You are very manipulative. I'm not. You are. You are though. You I'm are. Not. You are though. You I'm are not. though. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you I'm how not. you affect me. So I'm you not. can't tell me how you're affecting me if I'm telling you that when I'm around you, I feel manipulated. I tell you one thing, and you want to go with another. That's what did you tell me? What did you? Are you dumb? Are you dumb? You got me out here like wow. You. songs for real oh man in that song you talk about faith right you talk about how the ups and downs of life may have brought you closer to faith or further away and you ask the question a couple times god why and i think mm-hmm. when we go through difficult times that's the first thing we ask so give me your thoughts on that what's your answers when you, when you ask god why um what, what answers do you think you got in return This new saying that I've been going by is God's direction Mm -hmm. is God's protection or the redirection is the protection. That sums it up Mm -hmm. almost right here. Yeah, Yeah, that song was super emotional for me. The beginning argument is real. Back in college, I was just a wild I love that way you begin that that song. It's a real argument. It's a real depiction of me and one of my exes and our arguments and just how I really felt. And I think in that situation especially like early relationships. I think I used to always think like, why is this happening? And why do things that hurt us so much happen to us? Like, what is the purpose of this? Mm. But I think like when I mentioned before, sometimes you don't appreciate the beauty of life without the pain. Mm. You can't have the beauty without the pain because sometimes the beauty doesn't look how beautiful it is Mm. if you've never gone through something, Mm. right? My grandmother always says there's people who are here for seasons and there are people here for reasons and they're here for both, you know? I'm somebody that struggles to let things go. Mm. I love to be comfortable and I love when I find people that 
match up with me, whether it's romantic or family or friends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people serve their purpose and we don't see it as that. We think, oh, I'm going to be with you forever. We're going to be friends forever. And it's no, maybe this friendship served me for right now. Mm-hmm. And now I'm on to something bigger and better. And now you're on to something bigger and better. And we helped each other through whatever we need to help each other through or we learned from each other. But the purpose has been served. And that's something that I've had to learn. And I think in that song, when I say, God, why? It's like, why is this happening? Why me? Why not somebody else? Mm -hmm. What have I done to deserve this? Sometimes it's bigger than that. It's not about that. It's this is aiding to your growth. Mm -hmm. You have to go through this so you can appreciate the other things. You have to go through this so you learn how to move moving forward. Yeah. Wow. That is the ultimate way to look at things. God's redirection is often his protection. I say to that. Rosetta, it's been great. As having you yeah, um, and I want you to tell our listeners where they can find more of your music any live performances you have coming up and what's next for you in terms of new albums or projects. Yeah, I'm on all platforms, I think something like that. But you guys can find me at Kiami Rosetta, K-E-Y-O-M-E-R-O-S-E-T-A. That's all of my, like my Twitter, my Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all the things you can find me. And I'm on all streaming services with my new song, Barely Love. Some of the old music you can find on SoundCloud, so at Kiami Rosetta. And then I'm working on a project right now, It's called What is Love? Because what is love? And that should be dropping before the end of the year. So stay tuned for that. If you go to my social media, you can see some of the shows that I'm doing. So please come see me. That is it for this particular episode. Thanks again, Rosetta, for being on the show. Thank you. Yeah. And we're going to go out to this wonderful song, Don't You? Yes. (laughs) The one I see, the light is binding. Can't fuck with that timing Cause God got me how I had you God got me when I ain't got myself God got me without you God come no ways help me out God I see the signs God I know I was blind But let me ask you this question God why, God why God why Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Stuber underscore podcasts. Thanks again. And until next time, keep your head up and eyes on the road. Today's episode was brought to you by Lorraine's Cafe. Homemade, fresh, not frozen family recipes from her kitchen to your plate. Now, Lorraine's Cafe is a food truck. So to find out her next location, visit her on Instagram at Lorraine's.cafe. That's L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E-S dot cafe. And mention code Stuber. Get 10% off whatever you order. And I highly 
recommend the buttermilk fried chicken strips with hand-cut sweet legacy french fries. Mm, 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 so good. See you there.